alas, and did my Savior bleed? And did my sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for such a wretch as I? At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. Yes, he did devote that sacred head for a wretch such as I. To give me rest. That's why he did it, y'all. To give me rest from my own vain labors to try to get to God. And I never could in my own efforts, in my own uh, vain works. That, listen, my, my vain works never worked. But he gave me grace free, unmerited grace based on the works of God's Son at Calvary's cross. The works that God receives and accepts is the work of His own dear Son at Calvary's cross. That I may rest in Him. And I give Him glory for that rest. And we'll talk about that rest in a few minutes because it's not just a, a uh I, I clean, clear, forgot to turn on Do Not Disturb. And guess what happened in the midst of me recording this podcast? I received a telemarketing telephone call. So I had to start all over again. And you know what? The longer I delay, the longer I wait, the fatter my abs become. I was uh, laying down and I turned over on my side and I saw a belly. I said, good googly moogly. Oh, that chicken. <laughs> like I, it looked like I got a it looked like I have a whole chicken in my belly. And that's what I had yesterday for Labor Day. I had some fried chicken. You know, chicken is not bad for you, but when it's fried it can do some damage to your body. But you know, yesterday was a day of uh, celebration. A day that we celebrated uh, having a job and having the security of being able to care for ourselves and our family. And one of the things that we do every uh, September 
is to celebrate the whole year of labor and hard work. And we mostly do it by uh, eating. And guess what? That's exactly what I did yesterday. I ate. And most of us did the same thing. We ate and we slept and we ate and we slept. And while we were sleeping, the body increased. Not only did we increase in our uh, rest and and uh, our celebration, but we also increased in body mass. We got to do something about that. We just can't lay around and not take care of the fatness that the body has placed upon itself. Now, I said that wrong. The body didn't place it upon itself. We placed it upon the body. So it is our responsibility to take away the fat. The, the fatness of the Labor Day holiday. So, uh, I thought about doing some cardio at this time. But I changed my mind. One of the things that we, that we hate to do, and, and I don't care who you are, and that is to work those abdominal muscles, work that stomach. And that's what needed, needed the most. You know, we, we, we can kind of cover it up when we put clothes on and and, uh, and, and the rest of the body looks, looks pretty good. When You know, when you work the rest of the body through cardio and weight and strength training, you can look pretty good uh, with a, uh, a suit on, uh, a dress, uh, uh, an oversized t-shirt. But you know what you look like. And you know how you feel. And and, and, and today, I don't feel too good about my, my gut. So I'm going to do something about that. I am going to do some abdominal exercises. And I hope you join in with me. First of all, we're going to do some uh, sit-ups. That's the old standby. Sit-ups will never lead you wrong. It will tighten those abs up, build build up those abdominal muscles. Uh, We won't stop there because you have to beat the body in different ways. To make it look good all the way around. Not just the front part, not just the upper part, but the lower part too, and the back part, and the side muscles. So we're gonna start off with sit-ups. And I'm gonna do my my favorite. I'm gonna do incline sit-ups. You can do sit-ups sitting on the floor, on your bed, uh, wherever you please. Uh, and I uh, hope that you can do at least uh, 30 repetitions. Many of you can do much more than that. But we're going to do three three sets of, of sit-ups. And then we're going to do something that's real easy and I call those windmills. And we'll do those next. Then after that, we'll do some lower abs. But anyway, let's move. This is the day after Labor Day. And I, I'm going to tell you in a few minutes that a Christian is in a Labor Day that will never end. Here we go, someone has to count. Ah! Uh-oh, I got to move this bench. I'm next door to a, 
piece of equipment here. And I forgot how I put, how I put it there. So I'll have to move the bench. I just did. But you keep going. Don't, don't you stop. You keep on doing those sit-ups. I can guarantee you, you burn the fat. And you'll have a fat reduction program. Uh-oh. I'm just messing up today. My body seems to be trying to not want to do this. I just lost my my phone padding for my bench. So I have to put it back on. I was saying earlier that Christians depend on the work of Christ at Calvary's cross for us to enter into a, a, uh, a rest such as the one we had on, on yesterday for Labor Day weekend. It, you know, we, we call it Labor Day but in actuality it's a day of rest. And I thought about the rest for the Christian. It's, it's not one seven-day seven period of time. Okay, I'm back on the bench. Ah! So I can, do, can, can I do 25 or 30? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, and thirty. Ooh, that feels good. That's crunching the fat, y'all. Crunching the fat. Beating that fat back into submission. For Christians, uh, at the moment we become Christians, the moment we believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, and believe that he died for our sins, and God raised him from the dead, we are saved from God's wrath uh, and have entered into a Sabbath. That's what, that's what rest means. Rest means Sabbath. <clears throat> but the moment we're saved, God ushers us into his Sabbath. And keep in mind, <clears throat> after the sixth day of creation, God rested from his work for eternity. His work was completed on this, uh, on that sixth day. And on the seventh day, he rested from that time on for, and for eternity. And every time someone becomes a Christian, that Christian 
enters into God's rest. Which means he's in God's eternal presence. He has entered into, in actuality, the works of Christ at the cross. A one-time work that's finished. Just like God finished his work of creation, Christ finished his work of redemption at the cross. And when he had finished his work of redemption, of dying and paying the penalty for our sins, atoning for, atoning for our sins, satisfying God's justice, appeasing God's wrath, he said, it is finished. That means that, that salvation has been achieved at the cross by God the Son. And when we appropriate that salvation, we enter into an eternal rest. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 3 says, We who believe have entered into rest. And verse 10 says, since we have entered into that rest, we have ceased from our labors. Our labors of trying to get saved, our labors of trying to stay saved, and we, we, we rest based on what God had done at Calvary's cross. One more set of these sit-ups. Are y'all ready? I am ready. My name is not Freddy, but I am ready. Here we go. Someone has to count. Ah! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, and 30. Yes, sir. So we have entered into eternal rest. You don't have to try to get saved. If you believe in the works of Christ at Calvary, you believe that He is Lord, He's God. You are saved, the Bible says. And there's no work for you to do. To get saved, but to stay saved. He's done the works for us. Now, we do work. But not to get saved, nor to stay saved. We work with the Lord out of gratitude for His grace. I like the way Paul put it in my, one of my favorite verses. Ephesians 2.10 talking about God the Father for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus that's the born again experience this is where God saves us from his own wrath saves us from our own puny vain labors to get saved and has 
ordain us to do good works. But not to get saved, nor to stay saved, but to glorify him and to enable us to obtain rewards when we get to glory. We're not rewarded for our, for our uh, empowered. I'm just about to say something wrong, and I don't want to do that. But what I did want to say is this. We do get rewarded in heaven. But not by salvation. Because salvation is a gift of God. It is by grace through faith that you're saved, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Uh, so when we're working, we're working for, for our own rewards, because we're doing it to, in, in, in a manner that glorifies our Father, letting our light so shine before men that they may see our good works, our good works and glorify our Father, which is in heaven. So, uh, we have a blessed hope, and that, and that blessed hope is Christ in us. Keep that in mind. Christ in you is your hope of glory. That is your rest. He gives you rest. And we'll see, see that in a few minutes. That's when, after we do this last set of sit-ups. How you feeling? Are you tightening those, tightening those abs up? Is the slab going away? Crunch the belly, crunch the fat. That's what I say. You know, they they, they, they tried to crush Christ at the cross. But what really got crushed was the head of Satan. Genesis 3, 15 tells us that, that, that Satan would bruise the heel of Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ would crush the head of the devil at the cross. And he did. And the devil has never recovered. <laughs> and he never will. Y'all ready? Let's do one more set. One last set of, of sit-ups. Ah! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, and 30. Oh, looking good. Y'all looking good. I feel good like a poor man should. Woo! Now I'm gonna get this towel and wipe down the sweat. Y'all, I'm sweating like a a hog. And uh, <laughs> back in the day, we just we used to say, "Man, I'm sweating like a dog with fleas." You know, a dog that had fleas, he's continuing continually scratching, trying to get rid of the fleas, and he, he worked up a sweat because he's working so hard to rid himself of those fleas. Okay. Y'all get ready. So when we ain't done, what we're going to do next, 
to find a good spot where we can do windmills. And windmills will work the front part of your abs and the love handles and a little bit of your lower back. Now, you, you really have to work the entire ab or the entire trunk for your abs to look good. If, if you want a narrow waistline, you have to work more than just the front part of your abs. I mean, it's good to do that, but you need more than just that front part worked on. All right, find a good clear spot a quarter till the hour, the clock says. The old clock on the walls has not yet said, that's all. So we'll continue to move on. Tell me when you're ready. We're going to talk about this rest in a minute. This rest that Christ gives us. So, I want you to stand with your feet, shoulder width apart, knees locked, hand down by your side, then I want you to bring your hands up, uh, with your palms down, your hand level to the, your arms level to the ground, parallel to the ground, and we're going to do a twist to the left and touch the left toe with the right hand. Ah! One. Left toe, right toe. Left toe, right toe. Left. You know, when you, when you go down, come all the way back up and go to the other side and touch your toe with the other hand. I'm going to start again with my right hand and my left toe. Then I'm going to raise back up and touch my left, my right toe with my left hand. Here we go. One, two, three, one, one, two, three, two, one, two, three, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, five. One, two, three, six. One, two, three, seven. One, two, three, eight. One, two, three, nine. One, two, three, ten. All right, ten repetitions times four. Well, we're doing, we're doing a four count. One, two, three, four. Woo! Feels good. So, the question is, have you entered into the rest of the Lord? If you have, that rest never ends. It's eternal. That's why Christ would say uh, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 27, 28, Come unto me. Come to me, he said. And you'll come if he calls your name. I, I guarantee you that 
If he calls you, you will come. That's how you know your faith. He said, uh, I know my sheep. And, and, and they know my voice. And I give unto them eternal rest, eternal life, and they shall never perish. So it says, so it says, come unto me, all you that labor in a heavy lady. And that was us, I'm gonna say yesterday, in a, in a physical sense, in a natural sense, we had worked all year, we had labored hard, with not much to show what. So we, so we took a day off which was Monday, we took, that, took, we took that day off and we celebrated a whole year of labor. But today, most of us had to go back to back to work. I go hungry, I go homeless. But you know what? Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now, he had said earlier in John chapter 6 to the Jews who were following him, who he had fed with two fish and five loaves of bread, over 5,000 people. They were still following him around. But he knew why they were following him. He said, you're not following me because you know that I'm God. You're not, you're not following me because you you, you saw me uh, create the, the food out of two fish and five loaves of bread. And, and, and you know that it was a miracle. You didn't see the miracle to know that I'm God. But, but you, so you're laboring for the natural food, the natural bread. He said, labor not for the food that perishes. But you labor for the food that endures to eternal life. And they, they, would, they, they, would, they would say to him, what must we do to, do to do the works of God? What must we do to labor for this food? He said, this is the work of God. This is the labor of God, that you believe on him whom he had sent. Believe in the bread of life, whom if any man eats, he shall never die. And I will raise him up in resurrection. Raise up his body, because if, if, he, if he takes his last breath before the resurrection, he's after from that body, and present with the Lord. <clears throat> Y'all ready for another set of windmills? Let's do it. Cause it's showtime. Okay. Y'all ready? Right hand, left toe. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, two. One, two, three. Three, one, two, three, four, one, 
two, three, five, one, two, three, six, one, two, three, seven, one, two, three, eight, one, two, three, nine, one, two, three, ten. Big Ben. All right, I like that. Whoo, Jesus said, come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you Sabbath. I will give you rest based on what I've worked out at the cross. Because when that rest is, when, when that work is done, it will be a time, oh, I said time, but it, it would be an eternal rest. I, I had to take time back because there's no, there's no time in eternity. Uh, eternity is just one day. One eternal day. Do, do you know that, that in heaven, uh, whatever age you are when you get there, that's the age you'll be for eternity? There'll be no change. Mm -mm. So get ready for an eternal rest. An eternal labor day. Will there be no labor? You know, I had uh, most folks had to cook yesterday. But in heaven, you will not have to cook. Number one, your body will be changed into a glorified body where you really won't need food. You can enjoy food, not because you have to have it, but because it produces well-being in your life. The tree of life, which produces 12 manner of fruit every month, is not there because you need it. It's there because you like it. It's like you're going to your favorite drive through fast food restaurant. They got all kind of food there. Hamburger, hot dog, fish. But that's not what you want. They got french fries. You don't want french fries. You want a milkshake. Not because you need it, but because you want it. Hence, the tree of life will be there, not because you need it, but because you want it. You desire it. Here we go. One more set of windmills. Right hand, left toe, left hand, right toe, four count. One, two, three. One, one, two, three, two. One, two, three, three. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, five. One, two, three, six, one, two, three, seven, one, two, three, eight, one, two, three, nine, one, two, three, ten, big Ben, way to go. All right, that was it for the windmill, y'all. We're gonna head out the workout area. I did that in my kitchen. We're gonna head out to the workout area because it's, it's a little crowded in there, so I couldn't do the windmill windmills too good in there. I could have, but it wouldn't would have been kind of tight. So here we go. We're gonna do. I'm gonna do crunches. Now, 
most of you can't do that unless you have a bench. And I have a, I have a bench that I sit, sit down on. My legs hang over the end of that bench. And you probably cannot do that unless you got a bench. What you can do on the floor, you can do leg lifts or scissors for your lower abs. And that's what, and that's what we're going to work on right now is our lower abs. And the lower abs have a pouch down there for, 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 the, for the women who've had children and for the men who either eat too much or drink too much beer. So we're going to work on those lower abs. And give the, give, and you know, it, what you do when you work on those body parts, once you uh, beat the fat and deplete the fat, uh, it gives your body a rest. It, it gives your body a Labor Day rest. And that's what we want to do. Give the body a rest. I mean, the body has to carry around all that fat that we build. So today I'm trying to I'm trying to reduce some of that fat in my abs, so so that my you know my back won't have a, a, a problem carrying uh, the body around. My legs won't have <laughs> won't have a problem carrying all that weight around. So here we go. Now, if you don't have a uh, a bench, you can lay on the floor. And actually, you probably can do do some crunches, reverse crunches. That's what uh, that's what these are, reverse crunches. And if you lay on the floor, let me see. Ah, lay on the floor and uh, fold your legs up. Yeah, you, you can still do it. And bring your legs up to your chest. Nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Ah, what you want to do, lay on the floor, flat on your back. You probably need to spread your arms out for balance and bring those, fold those legs up. Uh, Bring your upper legs up in a, in a vertical position, and your lower legs will still be in a, a horizontal position. They'll be straight out. And what you, what you want to do is fold those upper legs up towards your chest as many times as you can. When you fold when you fold them up to your chest, push them out. And, uh, and straighten your legs out, but don't touch the floor with your feet. Once your legs are straight, fold them back up to your chest and back out, back up to your chest. And you'll feel it. I just felt it, man. Matter of fact, I think I'm gonna do the old instead of doing the uh, the crunches on the bench. I'm laying on the bench, but I'm, I'm doing what I told you to do. I, I felt that. I said, man, those abs were burning. So, 
Christ said, come unto me, all you that labor in a heavy lake. And the Jews were laboring with the law. They were trying to get saved by keeping the law, and they couldn't do it. Even though they, they may have kept the law perfectly on the outside. They looked like they were righteous, but they really were not because they were dead men's bones on the inside. They were full of uh, sin on the inside. They, they covered up their sin. They were just religious. Nicodemus was one of those people. He came to Christ by night and uh, he said to the Lord, you must be sent from God. For no man can do what you do except God be with him. Now here he is, here Nicodemus is, standing in God's face and saying to him, you must be sent from God. You see, the natural man cannot know who Jesus is. The natural man cannot know God. God has to do something to open his eyes. But Christ tells him, except a man be born again, he cannot even see the kingdom of God, much less enter in. So at that time, Nicodemus couldn't see because he was not born again. He kept the law. He was a teacher of the law, but he didn't, he didn't know God. He talked the Old Testament. He knew the Old Testament, but in letter only. You see, the letter killeth, but the Spirit gives life. Those who try to live by the letter die in hell. But those who walk in the Spirit live. Let's go, y'all. Let's do one more set here. You got to be born again. Those folks just say, you got to be. You must be born again. Here we go, y'all. One, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Oh! Woo! What a way of the burning. These fat abs are narrowing down. I might be able to put my belt on now, y'all, after this workout. <sighs> Jesus said, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Y'all, y'all might, might need to hold me down because he said something else. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Get to know me. And, and you know, Jesus Christ prayed for that, that knowledge. He prayed that we might know the only true God and Jesus Christ whom he had sent. Let me ask you a question. What is salvation? Jesus told us what salvation is in his high priestly prayer in John chapter 17. And he said in his prayer to God the Father, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, 
and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. That's rest. That's, that's salvation. To, to know God is to have rest from God's realm. To know God is to have peace with him. And that's rest. That's salvation. And it's eternal. So he says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me for your find. This is what got me excited. And you'll find rest for your souls. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I'm having to do another set, y'all, because I'm, get, I'm getting, <clears throat> I'm getting excited about God's word and God's promises. You'll find rest, person. And I did. I found Sabbath in the Sabbath maker. You know, Jesus said, uh, the Sabbath was not made for man, but uh, uh, man was not made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath for man. And he said that he was the Lord of the Sabbath. He is the creator and the maker of the Sabbath. And he has placed me in his Sabbath, which is eternal. Now, now we're not talking about the seven-day Sabbath. We're talking about that one-day Sabbath, the eternal Sabbath. We're not talking about 24-7 Sabbath. Uh, that was fulfilled at the cross. We are in an eternal, never-ending rest. Here we go, y'all. Lay back down on the floor. Mm. Let's see. Legs folded up. Let's see what I can do. Ten. One. Two. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, and 30. Oh, what you think about that? Ooh, I think we did good. I think we did good. And we're gonna start right there from from my exercise. We're gonna go. We're gonna go into a rest. And the reason I'm gonna rest now is because I have more to do. In about another hour or so, I'm gonna come back out here in the fat room and do some cardio. I, I call my workout area my fat room. Because this is where the fat is reduced. So I'm going to come out here in another hour or so and do, the, do my cardio. I didn't do that earlier. Then later on tonight, I'm going to come out here and do some weight and strength training. Uh, I got legs and shoulders tonight. So we'll do some, do some leg workout and some shoulder workout tonight. So, I'm going to wouldn't close out and get me some vitality, some, some food. I haven't had lunch yet. And a little rest. Temporary rest. I have already entered into that eternal rest. Christ has ushered me into God's presence for eternity. I know y'all don't believe that I'm in God's presence, but I am. Let me show you something. Ephesians 2, 2, 6. Paul said he has raised us up together. He has raised us up 
and made us sit together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So, you know, we don't have to get there. We, we don't have to strive to get there. We don't have to send up timber to get there. We don't have to work to get there. The, the work was done at Calvary's cross. And when he, uh, when the work was done on the cross, he said, to telestai, which means it is the works of salvation are complete. So we give him the glory for our salvation, not ourselves. He said, if any man boasts, let him boast in the Lord for his works. Jude, the Lord's brother, blesses us with what I consider to be a benediction for us. Jude may not call it that, but that's what I call it. And I want to bestow that upon you today before you go. Uh, but this has been Percy Wilson Garrett with Bible Talk and my physical fitness regimen that we do to increase the health of the, of the body, the, the, the strength of God's house, God's temple. I do that because we are the temple of God. That's who we are. And I think God deserves the best. So my goal is to help Christians be the most fit vessels for the master's youth. So when, so when they get to heaven, he'll say to us, well done. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You were a good steward over what I gave you, over my temple. You've been faithful over a few things. Now I will make you master over men, many. Enter into the joy, enter, enter into the rest and joy of the Lord. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty both now and ever and all of God's people said Amen.